0: Take your Bible to the book of Exodus tonight, chapter number sixteen. And uh, I I did not plan this out, but this has turned into a sermon series, and the Lord has given me things and shown me some things, and uh, that I hope is not only helping me, but it's helping you. And I believe it is, and it will if you'll let it. And we started out chapter fourteen. On uh, preaching on what to do when you're at a standstill What to do when you're at a standstill And then God took us over to chapter 15 And we find, uh, found out what we're to do uh, in a, when we're in a place of stagnancy Or when you're stagnant What do you do when you become stagnant And now in chapter number 16 I want to preach on what to do When you find yourself in the wilderness of sin what to do? What do you do when you're overcome? You're overwhelmed. You're everywhere you look. Uh, you're in the wilderness of sin, and you say, "Well, I ain't there." Well, the fact is, we're we're all there, uh, my friend. I don't know about y'all, but this world is not my home. Uh, this is a strange land. This is a wilderness, and you know what's in the world and in the wilderness? Sin, sin, and more sin. And uh, you may not be overwhelmed and entangled in sin tonight, but you are still surrounded by sin. And the uh, fact is, there's times that we are all entangled and overwhelmed directly with, between us and God with the issue of sin because we're sinners. Um, I understand we're saints. God took us and changed us when He saved us from being a sinner to a saint. Um, but this dead man that you see tonight before you is a sinner man. My flesh is still a sinner. And so we must learn how to overcome and deal with this issue of sin. And so if I could tonight, that's what we're going to preach on. Stand with me, stretch your legs. Exodus chapter number 16 tonight. We'll look in verse number 1. Exodus chapter number 16 and verse number 1. If you're there, say amen. 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 The Bible said and they took their journey from Elam. That's a place to remember of strong trees. And all the congregation of the children of Israel came into the wilderness of sin, which is between Elam and Sinai on the fifteenth day of the second month, after their departing out of the land of Egypt. And the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The children of Israel said unto them, Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, When we sat by the flesh pots, and when we did eat bread to the full, for ye have brought us forth into this wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Then said the Lord unto Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you. The people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day, that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or no. And it shall come to pass that on the sixth day they shall prepare that which they bring in, and it shall be twice as much as they gather daily. And Moses and Aaron said unto the children of Israel, At even, when then uh, ye shall know that the Lord hath brought you out from the land of Egypt. And in the morning ye shall see the glory of the Lord, for that he heareth your murmurings against the Lord. What are we that you murmur against us? That's a pretty good question. Verse number 8, Moses said, This shall be when the Lord shall give you in the evening flesh to eat, and in the morning bread to the full, for that the Lord heareth your murmurings which ye murmur against Him. And what are we? Your murmurings are not against us, but against the Lord. And uh, again, our thought will will be driven from verse number 1, where we read that the children of Israel came into the wilderness of sin. And so if the Lord will help us, we'll preach on that thought. What to do when you find yourself uh, in the wilderness of sin. Let's pray. Father, we love you and we thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, uh, God, to be in your house tonight. Lord, we're all unworthy. God, we're all unfit. Lord, to be a part of the family of God. In our old flesh, God, we are of men most miserable. But God, you're faithful and you love us. Lord you've been kind and long-suffering and gracious towards us And God you've given us mercy and grace when we are so undeserving And for that we're thankful tonight God may we not use the grace of God for the occasion of the flesh As Paul said But God may we use it Lord And and God uh, pursue the righteousness of God Because of the grace of God May we live our lives in such a way that honors you Lord please Help me to preach the Word of God tonight. Fill me with the Spirit of God. Give me unction and power. And Lord, may I preach in the Holy Ghost, power, demonstration of God Almighty. And Lord, I'll thank you for everything that you do in this place. In Jesus' name and for His sake. And all the Lord's people said, Amen and Amen. You may be seated. Tonight it is here by way of introduction where once again... We've, not, we've only been three sermons into this, but once again, we find ourselves reading about the children of Israel and their ups and their downs in the wilderness. May I say from the first day that God led them out of Egypt and Egyptian bondage, they were then at that point in the wilderness. They were not to Canaan, but that's where they were headed. Can I get a witness we're not there yet, but thank God that's a, that's along our journey. Amen. God has brought them out of the world. How many of y'all is here? This evening and God has brought you out of Egypt But you're not to Canaan So where are you? You're in the wilderness Uh, We're in the wilderness tonight And it is here where we find once again in Exodus chapter number 16 That the children of Israel are slapped down in the middle of Egypt The the middle uh, between Egypt and Canaan's fair land Can I say over and over and over and over again it seems to be the same story. It seems to be the same old song and dance with the First Baptist Church of Israel. Can I get a witness tonight? Help me somebody. Uh, These people can't do the same thing more. they can't do anything different. All they know is to complain and to murmur and to doubt and uh, to bicker and to gripe and to lose faith and To be discontent. God has just... Pulled them for uh, out of four hundred years of bondage uh, in the land of Egypt under the rule, and the thumb, and the reign of, of Pharaoh, and their whole journey that God is leading them out and leading them to Canaan land, they are murmuring and complaining and blaming the man of God for things he simply cannot control. Can I say it is in chapter fourteen? It was a standstill that Moses got blamed for. Uh, God told Moses to lead them out of Egypt and uh, to take them down between the Red Sea and Migdal and to encamp there. And God's orders were very specific. They weren't to go any further. They weren't to go any further to the east or the west or the north or south. But they were to camp there. And what did we find? They were at a standstill, Brother Mike. Uh, They couldn't go any further. In front of them was the water. Uh, There was nothing but the Red Sea, the water in front of them And to the left was the wilderness And to the right was the wilderness And behind them Egypt is always a tide And a picture of the world So they had the wilderness on both sides The world behind them And the water and the waves in front of them They were at a standstill Who took the blame Oh we're going to die they said Pharaoh and his armies came down And he camped round about them And they seen no way So what do they do They point the finger at the preacher Why have you led us here? Well, this is where God said to lead you. But what's the point? Well, the point was God would open the water and God would raise up walls of the Red Sea and allow them to cross over on dry land to the other side. And in the process, the same water that God opened up for them, He was going to close down on Pharaoh and his armies and defeat them. And so we see that in chapter 14 then uh, in chapter 15 God led them directly uh, out of that wonderful work and that wonderful miracle uh, to a place called Mara. and the Bible said that Mara was a place that was bitter it literally means bitterness and the waters there uh, my friend were bitter and could not be drank. and so the Bible said again that the children of Israel looked at Moses and said why have you brought us here now you would think that they'd learn learned from the Red Sea that when things don't make sense, it's still okay. Somebody help me tonight. How many of y'all seen things, been through things, maybe you're in things right now, and they don't make no sense, not a lick of sense, but God has done, showed you time and time again and times before that it don't have to add up in your book to make sense in His. Amen. He does things we can't do. Glory to God. And, but they didn't look at it that way. They said, My God, uh, Moses we're going to We're dying of thirst out here We're going to hydrate and die And they literally brother Caleb Went as far to say We had rather died in Egypt We'd rather been in the world And died in the world Under Egyptian uh, bondage and warfare As we would free On our way to, Can- on our way to Canaan's land And they blame Moses And then what we see in chapter 16 The Bible said in verse 1 They took their journey from Elam, we know the end of the story. God moves them from Marah and takes them to Elam. And Elam was the place of strong trees. The Bible said that Elam was a place where it was surrounded by palms. And we begin to look at that palm tree. Some of you were here and uh, some of you weren't. But I had Brother Caleb show a picture uh, of the palm tree and the root system of a palm tree. Uh, the Bible said that we are many members. And uh, when we come together, boy, we're a strong unit we're God's unit, hallelujah and how is it that we can withstand uh, and be a place of strength, I mean how can a palm tree be so strong that it withstands the winds uh, and the waves of the sea and it's not because there's one massive uh, root or or a wad of massive roots that come out and go real deep, fact is the roots of a palm tree they don't go but about 36 inches deep uh, and uh, every one of them is about as big as this microphone right here. Uh, they're not big at all, but they're joined together. Uh, they're webbed together, and that's where the palm tree gains its strength. And so we preached on that's how we're going to survive. It's not that I'm big and bad. Uh, you can take me just like a palm tree, root, and you can snap it with your bare hands. The devil ain't no match for the devil. I'm sick of all these charismatics uh, uh, challenging the devil. You better keep your mouth shut. He's a lot more strong than you are, Amen. The Bible don't say greater is you than uh, he that's in the world. The Bible said greater is he that's in you. Amen. Amen. Than he that's in the world. We've got a thing in the world uh, that we can do on our own without the Lord Jesus. Uh, but ain't you glad that God can take a bunch of nothings and nobodies uh, and web us together. Hey, I'm feeling like preaching now. And put us together, friend, uh, from all walks of life. And this is one uh, strong unit. Hallelujah we've already withstood some storms that look like they'd take us down how'd we survive preacher we're tied hey we're tied to the vine friend we're wed together fitly joined together I'm telling you thank God for a place called Elam but right after Elam God leads them down to the wilderness of sin ain't that just how this thing works one victory. They just watched Pharaoh and his armies drown and blow bubbles in the Red Sea. Hello, that helps me, man. That makes me want to get a Red Bull, and crack it, and, Amen, go to God and take a lap. The de- one of these days we're gonna see the devil blow bubbles in the lake of fire. Y'all go like, act like Presbyterians, but I'm gonna have church. We're gonna see the devil blow. You talking about? You talking about having heartburn, friend? Hey Amen. He's going to tie that bug eyed thing up and cast him in the lake of fire and he'll burn and burn. Ain't you, is anybody glad one day we're not going to have to deal with the stinking devil no more? I'm telling you, I hate the devil, bless God. I hate the devil this evening. I've seen him destroy people, I've seen him attack my own home and my life and my family and my church. Hey, this ain't in the sermon. But glory to God, there's going to come a day where God God's going to bind the devil and throw him in the bottomless pit of hell. And he'll burn for all of eternity. And we'll shout hey, joy is the coming in the morning, glory to God. I'm glad to know the devil does not win on the other side. He may be flexing on you right now, but that joker knows he's got but just a short time. He's got a short time no more family members are gonna go astray. <laughs> hey! No more, no more churches are gonna be divided. No more sin is gonna no more sin gonna be flaunted in front of your eyes and entice you to sin. Hey, glory to God, I'm telling you, no more, no more accusing. <laughs> So I, I'm getting off track But I'm on track No more accusing one of these days I don't know about y'all I can't get in my truck And drive down the road The devil don't try to bring up Every blessed thing I've ever done But glory to God There's coming today. The day When that joker's gonna be blowing fire bubbles He ain't gonna be able to talk in my ear no more He ain't gonna be able to accuse me no more I say glory Glory, glory, glory to God there is coming a day when he's going down. It won't be the Red Sea, but it'll be a lake of fire. When we get to chapter 16, God has seen, allowed these, these children of Israel to see great things. How many of y'all seen God do some great things? How many of y'all went straight out of the valley into a victory and right back in the valley? You can't hardly get your shout all the way out before you're in another valley. How is that? That's the way it works. But can I say that God didn't leave you in the last one alone and He won't leave you in this one alone either? God didn't leave you without hope and help in the last one. Hey, glory, to God, I'm off target. I'm off track, but I'm on target. Hey man, He won't leave you on the, He won't leave you this time either. Hey man, I'm telling you, I feel I, I'm enjoying it because I'm not doing the preaching God's preaching to me right now. I'm telling you, He ain't gonna leave me, He ain't gonna forsake me. Hey, it may be a wilderness, friend. We may you may be living in a wilderness tonight. You may be in the wilderness of sin and everything looks bad. I mean, they thought they was gonna starve to death, Miss Geneva. They looked at Moses again, of course, like he could snap his fingers and pop up a buffet. Moses, you brought us out here to starve to death. How many of ever been along your journey uh, we're in the wilderness friend and our, our goal is to hit Canaan's land uh, uh, but you look around and think I'm not going to make it I'm fixing to go under this is it there's no more help uh, God's done it a hundred times uh, but it's different this time it's worse this time has anybody been there uh, this situation seems harder than the last one but never never not one time uh, does God cease to come through uh, but my friend, if he's got to drop off a, a Sarah Lee load of glory right down in the middle of your desert, bless God, he'll do the unthinkable. He can do the unimaginable. He's God. I wish somebody feel in their soul what I'm feeling. He's God and he always provides for his children. They're in the wilderness and now they ain't thirsty. God made the bitter water sweet by way of the Tree. Right. Yeah. I'm about to have a fit. Yeah. Y'all ain't helping me nearly as much as you should, but I'm I'm happy, happy, happy. Yeah. I'm Uncle Si happy. Amen. Yeah. Hey, the tree, God, Moses, what are we gonna do? We're gonna thirst to death. He said, That's it. Now, I don't know what we're gonna do. Let me go talk to the Lord. Yeah. What do you do, preacher, when we come to you with our problems? I go to Him because I, I can't fix my own problems, let right. alone Amen. yours. Right. Hey, Amen. And God show him a tree. See, right over there, when that tree falls in that stagnated, polluted, disgusting, yes. I mean, unpurified mess of a water, those waters of Mara turn sweet. Man, yeah. So they're satisfied. They got them a drink, but guess what now? They're hungry. And of all places, this ain't a coincidence, Brother Seth, I've been asked before. This ain't this ain't to brag on me. I'm just telling you. People's ask me, how do you how do you how do you see that? How do you? I don't I don't see things like that when I read the Bible. How do you see it? I just see it. It's there. But You got to look for it. But it's it's right there. You can't read over and say, well, that was a blessing. You got to read it. And then you got to go back and you got to read it. Then you got to go back. You got to read it. I bet I've read this text 30 times to give you a 45 minute sermon. You just keep reading it. God says, here you go, dummy. <laughs> well, Brother John, thank you, buddy, for just laughing and being honest. <laughs> I'm serious. And I say, all right, Lord, that's good. I, I got to be something else in there. He, uh, Where's it at? He said, read it. I go back to reading it. Boop, right there it is. Yeah. Boy, it's good. Is there anything else? Yep, go back and read it. Yeah. Hello? Amen. How do you get your messages? I read the Bible. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's really that I read the book. Yeah, yes, sir. Amen. I don't have to Google nothing. Man. I got a goggle. Amen. This right. is God's word. I don't need a Google. Amen. 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 Y'all, I'm going to say it till you say it. Amen. Amen. Yes. This is life. God speaking to me about these children of Israel, hey, Amen. And they get hungry. This ain't a coincidence. In the wilderness of all places to get hungry, why didn't they get hungry in Mara? Was that an accident? No, God had a message in Mara. Boys, I'm trying to give you sermons. God had a message in Mara. Somebody ought to preach that. The message from Mara. What was it? The cross. That's right, man. Amen. And guess what happens? Glory to God. There's a ball rolling around. They get down to the wilderness of sin. Now stay with me. And they get hungry. Why is that? Here's why. Because you've either got an appetite for one or two things. Stay with me. You're either feasting on sin and feeding your flesh. That's right? Or you're feasting in the Scriptures Ma'am. and you feed feeding your spirit. Yep. Right. Right. You can't feed both. That's right. right. You can't, it, it, it's not a question. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a fact. Yep. You cannot feed both the spirit and the flesh at the same time. Ma'am. You can't do it. If you feed your flesh, your spirit... By the way, that's what God regenerated, birth in you, that's a new man, the Spirit, the Spirit of God. The Spirit cannot stick around when you're feeding your flesh. And the flesh cannot rear up and have its way when you're feeding your spirit. Why do we sing songs like this blessed old book that'll hold my hand? It uh, has true from beginning to end. It's a whatever. And that one statement says uh, uh, that it'll either, the book will either keep you from sin, or sin will keep you from the book. Now I'm gonna tell you something. People that listen to me. Now, church, I'm not mad at you. I'm pastoring you, I'm trying to help you. But if you can't ever get in this book, I'm gonna tell you why. It's not you don't have enough time, it's not that you forget, it's not that you're too busy, it's not that. That it slips your mind. It's not that there's too much work or ball games or it's none of that. If you don't have an appetite for the word of God, it's because you have a problem with sin. That's what keeps you out of the book. The problem is sin because your sin knows and yourself knows when you get to reading this thing, it starts washing you up. The washing of the water by the you can't be in sin and read that Bible every day. Right. And you know what I tell people that's in sin they want out? Read the Bible every day. Yeah. It will wash you, not just thoroughly. People read that pronounce that word wrong. The Bible don't say that it washes you thoroughly. That'd be a blessing, but it's a bigger blessing. The Bible said that the water, the wash by the word, it will wash you thoroughly. That means from the outside in you don't know how I can tame this horrible creature you're looking at? Because I'm so stout and spiritual? Wrong. This tames him. Because it's a throughly work. It gets the inside and the outside. Once the inside gets cleaned, the outside will clean right up. People that know how to clean up the outside but there is dead men's bones on the inside don't read their Bibles. They don't pray. This book will make you live sanctified and holy. This book will make you got to conform to it or it will drive you insane, friend. I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm tell, I didn't mean to say all this, but it's right here in the valley of sin that they begin to starve. No coincidence. I say that's what sin does. It will drive you Away from recalling the blessings of God on your life. It'll drive you to bitterness. It'll drive you to bickering. It'll drive you to things that uh, you don't have uh, in your life. It'll make you. Uh, 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 it'll make you have the thoughts and the mindset. It's always somebody else. You know what this book does? It's a looking glass. You don't. When you read that book, you don't see everybody else. That's why people don't like to read the book. When you read that book, God starts talking about you to you and what's wrong with you and what you need to do with you to fix you to be more like Him. Amen. That's why. people... People don't want to get in the book. You don't know why you don't read your Bible? Because you really like who you are in the flesh more than you want who you are in the presence and the power of God. You'd rather live a life of carnality as you would a Christian life. That's why you won't read your Bible. How do you know that? I've read the book. It will keep you from sin, or sin will keep you from the book, or in this instance, the bread. You know what this is, don't you? You know what we're doing tonight? We're breaking bread. This is what this is. This is our food. This is how we make it. What are you going to do in the midnight hour? You can't get a hold of nobody. You need God. I'm going to tell you what I do. I talk to Him, and then I go, and then I go and say, God, I really need some help. This is what you've left me. And guess what? He always gives me something from His Word. It ain't no coincidence that the valley, the wilderness of sin is where they begin to starve. Oh Lord, I'm not going to preach through all this and I wish I would. Can I say this? Now listen to me. The wilderness of sin is just that. It's another stopping place. Where God will once again prove His faithfulness and love for the children of Israel, but instead of their focus being on the Lord, brother Chris, it's on themselves. You notice a pattern? When they got the the the, the Lord led them to a standstill, they were worried about their life. We're going to die. Pharaoh and his army is going to kill us. They're worried about them, themselves, their life. When they got to Mara. They were worried about their life. We're going to thirst to death and God, we're going to die. Should have left us in Israel or in Egypt. When they get to the wilderness of sin, who are they worried about? We're going to die. We're going to starve to death. We're going to die. That's the mind frame that you get when you abide in the valley of sin and in the wilderness of sin. So let, I'm going to say a few things. Are you listening? Stay with me. I'm not going to get through it. That's okay. We'll come back to it Wednesday. Man. L- l- listen, I'm going to say this. Who's taking notes? <laughs> Write this down. Self and sin will always walk hand in hand. Yeah. Self and sin. Don't know why they get stuck in the wilderness of sin because the only thing they're concerned about is self. I'm going to say something and it's going to bother some of you. Most of you don't have a sin problem. You have a self problem. And because you have a self problem you end up in a sin problem. Deacon, we give too much credit to the devil. I'm going to rejoice and shout and run laps and do all that when they throw him in and he blows bubbles in, in the lake of fire. But we give a lot of credit to the devil and he ain't, he ain't been around nowhere around. It's been us. Yeah, man, right, it's been self. That's right. We do the wrong thing. We want to accuse the devil. And he don't even know what he's talking about. Well, I didn't We what he was about. That was on you, friend. Amen. Right. Most people have... A self problem which in turn ends up being a sin problem and that's the way it always works the children of Israel are so self consumed that's the only thing they can see is themselves and by focusing on themselves what always ends up happening is they get entangled with sin because they're focused and fixated upon their self how do you know well They start playing the blame game. It ain't never nobody else. It ain't never their fault. It's always the preacher's fault. You got a self problem. I don't apologize, and I expect a little help. When it's always the preacher's fault, (coughs) Deacon. When it's always the preacher's fault, that's a self problem. You don't know why people get mad at the preacher. He didn't write the book. Right. Because he exposed who they are. And they love their self more than they want to Man. conform to the scriptures. I am offended. What ails you? Yeah. What's that mean? What's what's your motive for being offended? Yeah. Well, you said over here that if you do this, this, and this, that that uh, that God's not pleased with that, and that, that's wicked. Sure did. Why'd I say it, brother Shelby? It's written in the book. Man. Why are you getting mad at me? You cuss your mailman out for dropping bills off? It ain't his fault. Amen. Amen. Most of the bills you got, you hate paying. The only reason you got them is because you chose to have them. Right. Amen. We grope about things that we put ourselves in debt over. it has got that stupid, stupid, God forsaken, blankety blank and God truck payment. Well, don't get a new truck, dummy. Man. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. One hundred forty dollars. A Are you serious? Capital One. A hundred and forty dollars is my bare minimum. You racked. You racked up eight thousand dollars in debt. Stupid. Yeah. That's what you're going to do $140 a month Bare minimum for the next 40 years At a 26.99% APR You're the moron that signed up You signed up Stuck your hand out Took the stamp, Saluted the captain Of Capital One shook up by his hand And blessed them, And had a party And celebrated All they gave you That wasn't for free right. yeah. And then you're going to get mad At Capital One I want to dispute the charge I bet you do. Are you following me? You put yourself there. You want to know why the children of Israel are all the time battling the stuff? Else? They've done it themselves. They're always murmuring and complaining and blaming the man of God. They always lack one thing, Brother Shelby. They always lack faith. You all know what people that have issues with self lack? Faith in God. Here's why. I'm slowing down a little and I'm preaching. Why do we always lack in the area of faith when we're focused on self? You can't trust in a Lord that you've not made Lord. When you're focused on you, you're the Lord. And you know that you're not able. Man. you can't trust in him because he ain't sitting on the throne of your heart you get kicked off and have a hissy fit instead of having faith because when you look at the throne of your heart you see you and you know you can't fix you Man. 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 Yeah. Right. yes right. self problems self problems always lead to sin problems right. yeah. refusing to pray and embracing the poison of bitterness you know most most bitter people are selfish people. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're bitter. You're right. You're right. Not all, but most. I say the wilderness of sin is most definitely living up to her name right here in our text. Yeah. Not because God has done them wrong. My God, He's pre- he split the Red Sea and He's made bitter water sweet and he's fixing to drop a whole bread loaf factory down on their head out of heaven it ain't his fault uh, the the, the wilderness of sin Uh, it's not because God has done them wrong or because brother Moses has led them wrong he has followed very detailed and specific orders uh, but the children of Israel have neglected everything spiritually speaking and shifted all their focus and attention on themselves It had been better if we had died in the wilderness or in Egypt. God just delivered you out of 400 years of bondage and that's how you say thank you? I can't believe they'd say that. You have just in different words. Are you, Are you, Lord, what have I done to deserve this? It's a pretty, pretty easy question. You were born in sinful flesh. You're a twice dip sinner. You were born a sinner and then after you were born and you knew better you still chose to sin. But you love yourself. Therefore when you deal with sin as a byproduct of self because you love yourself so much you can't take the blame and the responsibility and say Lord it's me oh Lord in need of prayer. So what do you do? You start blaming everybody else that has nothing to do with your issue. Sin is always a byproduct of What? Say it out loud. You're not going to get in trouble. Self. Sin is always a byproduct of self. Can I say, if you're ever going to live a successful Christian life, the very first thing you're going to have to learn how to do is die to yourself in order to live in Christ. You must set fear aside and operate by faith. You know what faith is? It's choosing Him over what you feel or your thoughts. You don't know why you're overcome by fear and you don't have faith? Because you have more confidence in self than you do the Savior. Yes. You have fed yourself more than you fed your spirit. And that's why you operate off fear, not faith. May I say you must set self aside in order to live in total submission. You don't know why people can't submit to God or to His Word or to His will. They love their self too much. God is standing I, I, I was using this illustration the other night in the in the motel room. My sister was sitting across from me, and I said, this is how she said, I, And she's still struggling. so you pray for her. Man, That's why I I agreed that everything she, about going with us because I wanted to. I didn't spend a lot of time, but I spent some time trying to reach her. Man. Good. And I, I really struggle with that. And if you're mad at me, you just have to know. i'm no, sorry. Because I really tried to help. Ma'am, but she sat over there, and I said, "Here, this—it's this it's just simple." She said, "I just feel like I'm stuck." Yeah. So okay, here—here's the deal. You want to know how to get out? Yeah, I'd love to know how to get out. I said, "Here's God. All you got to do is reach out to Him. He's already reaching to you." Yeah. You're right. Because you can't get out. That's, right. that's exactly right. He has to pull you. Man. Oh, yes. As long as you sit there in fear, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know if I can. You're going to sit right there. Yeah. Because you can't get out. Man. That's a good thing to realize. I can't do this. That's exactly right, right. right So that's great that you feel that way. Because yes. you can't. But here's how easy it is. He can. I right, hear it he is. What does that require, Brother Caleb? Amen. You want to know why she's not done this part yet, by faith? Because she's still in fear. Yep. She's still got all the emphasis right now on so. self. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. never we do a little swallow, that's right. Yeah. And I said, they will come a day. And I got my back, got cranked up in the motel room. I said, well, the lights are going to come on. You're going to see that hand. Yeah, right now, she don't even feel like it's stretched out, but it is. Yeah. 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 She don't feel important, God. I'm not going to get for her. She don't feel like it is, but it's about it. Right? Yeah. 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 Y'all remember going through that deathly stage? Yeah. 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 Ain't no way God kept me. Yeah. I've yeah. done, yeah. done this, I've done that. Ain't right. no way God will really forgive me. You know He will, but you, don't, you just can't hardly believe that yeah. Yeah. But I remember as an 18-year-old boy, that hand had been out for four years, but the lights come on. Oh, yeah. When I hey. see that hand for the first time, I said, glory to God, I'm a mess. I'm 18. I, I've messed my whole life. Up. i got to try to figure out how to be a dad. i got to try to figure out a career. i got to try to do I go back to school. What do I do? I, I don't have no money. I'm working at Walmart. I got a little girl. I don't have nobody to help me. I mean, what am I going to do? I like, come on, and I say that hand, I jump. salvation, but now it's for help, security. Man. Come. N- not to be saved. Come, sinner. Now it's, come unto me all ye that labor. Yeah, I- I- I'm about to enjoy. I, I will sign my by Bible. Come unto me all ye that labor. And are heavy laden and I will, what do you say for to pull you up, Lord. There. Yeah, I I ain't with you. You, that's why you run all over the building. Yeah. Man, you man. You. <laughs> yeah, I just love you. That's what you got this morning. That's why you couldn't get it. He was acting like a nut. That's why I get the way I get. That's why hot hands. <laughs> <laughs> Only child i ever seen had a heat stroke service. But you want to know why? Because for the first time in his life, he felt somebody holding yeah. on to him. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Whoa! Way down in the wilderness of sin. Glory to yeah. God. Way down in the wilderness of sin. There's an outstretched oh, arm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes, sir. But shall asked ask the Savior over there? When the Savior reached down for me, yeah. <laughs> He had to reach way down for me. I was lost and undone. Right. Without when the Savior reached down for me. I was near in despair. How many of y'all was right there close to despair? Yeah, I I was near in despair when he came to me there. And he showed me that (laughs) Woo! <laughs> You know what my self led me to? Sin. Yeah, yeah. Those that you love, that they're doing what they want to do, they're fulfilling the desires of self. They'll end up sinning, right. right? But listen, don't give up, even if they end up in sin, because yep. that's what Oh, I was going yeah. oh, yeah. around, yeah. I was. There. Listen to this. They're doubting. They're cussing out his preacher every day. They've got no faith. They're overcome by fear. All they do is please self. And the byproduct is there's are watering and sin. know well, what God said? Well, that's mine down there, though. Those are his In the morning, they'll have a fresh biscuit yeah. with some apple butter on top of it. Glory to God. I'd eat probably, i probably 12 or 15 pounds of afternoons <laughs> oh God. At one time, I had 16, I gained 7 pounds this week. <laughs> At one time, God is my witness, I had 16, glory to God, hot rolls, and I put my hand in on me. Mash them, make a perfect little bowl. And when the waiter came by and said, I made a scoop of that apple butter in that bowl. Had 16 of them laid out one time. And I eat every blessed thing in the morning. That's vacation, horse. That's (laughs) vacation. Why couldn't you talk to us? I was in diabetic comb all Yes. People were worried about a beach body. i build my body at the beach. Yes. Okay. It was not this tight when I left. 16 sweet rolls of glory to God with apple butter laid all over heaven. I got a thing at the house tonight. I'm going to carry it up. So I got a job right on it. And I figure out how to order it online. They was all in wrong.
1: Will you following me, though?
0: Yes, sir. I mean, how long have we... This group of me. Oh yes. How long have we been? Yes. And tonight he, he's got a whole big old roll floating full of happy butter. We can jump in and swim. Yes. Hey, Amen. Bread from heaven. That's what I've been eating this week. I know what they had. Bread from heaven. Did they deserve it? No. no, no, no. Are you serious? They didn't do one thing to deserve that. No, no, no. Well, what did they do? They no, 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 no. Brian. Yeah, <coughs> Sound like a whole lot of people I know. Right. Yeah, hey, there's a few great yeah. friends here that I say love to do that. Right? Help me right there. Complain. Yeah. <coughs> you know what God has even for them? Pizza. Get you snack <laughs> Picture. Let's pass it around. We've been doing that like right, that. be my witness. She's got pictures of everybody. Knows. Go here. I'm talking you got me. Go here. <laughs> Tell me, son. You can't see all six up the stuff. Bless God. That was good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right, heavenly Manor from another world right there. <coughs> you do know the Bible says be not drunk and flying around to fix it, but be filled with the Spirit. That's the equivalent right there. Oh, yes. Filled to the ground. You know what I am tonight, though? <coughs> right. I'm filled up. I'm full tonight. Yeah. Why? Because I was in a world of sin. And sometimes, brother. Seth, I find myself kind, and kind of entangling in areas, you know, along this journey. Great thing, any y'all this? Hey, any y'all ever get to thinking on Egypt? Yeah. Yep. Now look at me that way. Yep. You would think, Brother Jeff, after all God had just done for them—part of the Red Sea made bitter water sweet. Now He's dropping bread down from heaven. You would think that Egypt would have been the last thing on their mind, but. You look in our text, and they once again mention Egypt. It had been better for us to sit by the flesh parts. That's what it says in your text. Because in Egypt, we got full off of bread. We're starting out here. Hey, listen to me. There's going to be times in our journey, brother Chris. We're in the wilderness of sin. There's gonna be times we're gonna look around and we're gonna have a need. And we're gonna feel like the devil's gonna whisper. Well it really wasn't like this before you go. Right. There. Right. Hello? Right. Brother Seth helped me right there. The rest of is too religious. It wasn't like this before. I got saved. I don't have to worry about this. I i sit and oh, fill my oh, face oh, with rose and apple butter. I never got hungry when I was in Egypt. But if they could have seen what and had. Yeah. You don't know why? Listen, you know why self leads you to sin? Because you get focused on the now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not living for That's now. That's right. My hey, hey exactly. everything I'm doing ain't none of it for now. And for Miss it benefits us right now, but it ain't for now. Every song I sing, it helps us. Ah. It. it helps us, to read and we can worship, but it ain't for now. Yeah. I'm doing everything for Cain. First Wednesday. It was sweet as honey. Yeah. You know what he's doing? Yep. He gave us a little taste. They yep. got a wafer. Yeah. They got a wafer there. Yeah. We didn't get no wafer in Canaan. Help me right there. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't get no wafers in Canaan, friend. No, we had this morning, we had a little wafer. Yeah. God right. yeah. right. came not mind, so don't that taste good? Sure enough. Just to give us so a little help on our journey in the wilderness of Canaan. Right. Yeah. Hello. Uh, Help me. Got a little wafer. You know what knucklehead did this morning? Mm, that tastes pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Man. That's why I went around saying I deserve none of this. I do deserve my family. I do deserve my wife. I don't deserve good church. And I do deserve my pastor. I don't deserve y'all. And then he went around and said, you don't deserve me. You don't, you don't know why because he got a taste. Of it. I didn't do a thing in the world to earn that. Man. But I just dumped it on him. And he got a taste of another world. We're not home yet, but we couldn't be for the night's out. Yeah, and I God's given us a sample of what it's going to be like for years. What do we do? What do we do in the wilderness of sin? What do we do? I ain't going to break some more. Because if I do, I'm going to hurt somebody. Putting myself. <laughs> Apple butter. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Vamos lá.